the real world St. Thomas, beyond the cameras. With me, Elizabethany. Oh, what up? It's Elizabethany, and another week, another new person on the Real World St. Thomas podcast. I am very excited. Obviously, last week we had on Latoya. If you haven't heard that one yet, you need to, because after talking to her, I decided we needed to talk to Swift and make him apologize for blaming her for all the sea urchin debacle and making her look like the bad guy. So, after many attempts to getting him on the phone, here he is. Hello. Hello. You're impossible to get hold of. Mr. Multiple Numbers. I was 3,000 minutes over my last, uh, my last <laughs> Okay, month. that's a problem. That's <laughs> uh, why I had, I had to get a multiple number. To separate <laughs> who's hitting me up on business. And and all your girls have to have different numbers so that they're not all mixed together. Uh, the groupie number, hell yeah. There's a groupie number, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, first question I ask everyone, what's it like to see yourself on TV? Honestly, you know, when I'm on TV and I'm watching myself, you know, I feel like with who I am, my personality, I saw myself. But at the same time, it's just like when I watch it with other people, that's when it's just like, wow, I'm really on TV. They're like, yo, so you're really on TV. And me, I try to be humble. And yeah, so I'm, I, I'm not surprised. I always felt like I could definitely accomplish that. Right. And I don't want to come off cocky or conceited. It's nothing too shocking to me. I wasn't even really pressing it on the show, but yeah. And it's like, I, I, it sucks now with me now because it's like, I don't mind being, having a little bit more humility. But I, I came back to my show being more humble than I was prior. Uh, and usually it's the reverse for most people. Yeah. If anybody downplays the fact that I'm on this show, that I'm on a television show, it's me. I look at this like, you know what? I'm famous now, whatever. But I'm like D-minus celeb. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I constantly make sure I reiterate that. Well, it's, you know, MTV celebrityism. <laughs> exactly. Which basically, that's how the celebrityism is basically. What can you do with it to... Depends on how you portray yourself. Exactly. And what can you do with it afterwards to take yourself to the next level? Right, right. Well, now I have to, uh, we have to address the sea urchin and uh, obviously LaToya. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm supposed to demand an apology out of you because she didn't smash your foot into the urchin. All right. (laughs) But you said there's another story or another side, so I'm willing to hear it. I'm going to try to phrase this in a way that I don't have to hear mouth from her later on. (laughs) (laughs) Because her mouth is so... I love her. Don't get it twisted. I love her. You know, that's my roommate. Definitely. We all all went through something that a lot of people, nobody else can really ever relate to. Yeah. Friends, family, whatever. So I definitely love her unconditionally regardless. But, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> now that you got that out of the way, spit it out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Quite frankly, I'm some, some about me that, though, it's probably different from other people. I don't focus on what other people think is right or what happened or, you know, they feel like this side is right, that side is right, team split, team toy, whatever. What's entertaining might not be what, what really is and what's true and what happened and what is right. Mm-hmm. And so it, I don't get bothered by this whole, you know, this side or more people on my side or her side doesn't matter to me either way. Because I know what it is. I know what happened. And quite frankly, when I first jumped in and tried to stop the fish from being uh, blown away in the water, I hurt myself. Now, what people don't understand and don't get is that even though I hurt myself, it was only, I'd say, about 15% of all the spines that I had going to my foot. Okay. And it wasn't that bad. I hurt. Enough to the fact that I'm like, ooh, ow. Ooh, I think I messed myself up. I think I messed myself up. So we'll call that the, the mini appetizer. Right? <laughs> you got a now, little taste of the sea urchin. Exactly. I got a little taste. So after seeing what the appetizer was like, I definitely wasn't trying to know what the entree, entree and the dessert was, was about, to, about to do to me. All right? 
And at this point, I'm like, I've messed my foot up. I'm, I'm voicing this, my pain. I'm like, ow, I asked my foot up. And if you guys listen closely, I'm saying help. I'm feeling like Mufasa falling <laughs> off the off the cliff, like, God, brother, help me. I, I really thought, I, I felt like I was, in the scene of Lion King, Mufasa about to fall up into the gorge with all the, as at the wildebeest. Anyway, so I'm like, help me. I'm thinking that Scar, a.k.a. Toya, is about to give me a hand because I'm saying help. And also, too, I'm thinking that I don't want to go in because I don't want to mess the mic up. And I don't want to mess this mic because I don't want to hear mouth about the fine and everything. Okay. And I, I can't get, get into details about, you know, how to for this. We already know but, about all that. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you've been doing this for a while. <laughs> and then at this point, I'm thinking she's me hand. She comes with an oar, and she takes the oar and just tries to get the fish off. And she's knocking the fish off, but she's knocking it off. Wood. I'm like, oh, stop, stop. And then when I fall in, that's when I get really hurt. That's why I say 85% of all the tears and spines actually really went into my foot. The level of pain that I felt was 10 times as worse as it felt than the first time I uh, jumped in there. The fact that once I came up, I'm mad that you just knocked me in. And you start wilding back at me, cursing me out when I'm the one that got hurt. And I've been in her position where I've unintentionally hurt my friends. And once yeah. they were hurt, I'm thinking about somebody's physical old being and how they're feeling and if they're all right. But she got defensive and just, you know, just like I was saying something back to her, she got mad and started wilding out, cursing out, and then went and said, oh, you're a 200-pound black man, you can't take that, da 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 whatever. And then goes to her, goes inside for like an hour or two, and you don't see that in the show. That's what kind of bothered me. The only people, the most most people that sympathize with me, like really understand, are the people that have had in their foot. It hurts so, I was going to ask, like, do you think you're being a little bit dramatic? All dramatic. Imagine getting, have you had a, have you had a really bad swimming before? Yeah. Imagine having 50 of those at one time. I'm telling you right now, that's exactly what it feels like. Until you've had that many spines in my foot, in your foot before, don't say nothing to me because you don't know. <laughs> but it actually does hurt. It really does hurt that bad. I mean, I it, believe it, that it hurts. I just thought it was hilarious that you were like, screaming, trying to get all big and bad in her face on the beds, and then you tried to walk away, and we're getting wait, wait. <laughs> I know. I hated that. Trust <laughs> me. I hated that. <laughs> I think uh, I people, cried when I saw that. <laughs> Do you know how many people... People would stop me like, are you okay? What's wrong with you? Do they like, pick right them all the- out? Or, like, how do you get them all out? Oh, they just have to naturally go away, I guess. And it took, <laughs> it really took a while. And you can even ask Toya. There's times that me and Toya two in my room, whatever, just two out somewhere. And like, I'm in my room once I'm walking, and just the way I step on my foot, I fall over into my dresser. Not, and I broke a vase, and I broke some, another piece of artwork in, in our room because my foot would just get out. Once I got drunk, because I, I, I want people to know I only drunk because I want the pain to go away. You were pretty smashed. The first, yeah, I, I was super smashed. And it was just like, that was the first one in my life that I got so drunk that I didn't remember what happened. I didn't even know Toy came on a boat with us. <laughs> I didn't I didn't remember that. And even the doctor's office. I don't remember nothing from the doctor. I'm watching this. And the only thing I remember from the doctor's office is when, when the, the doctor walked in, all that was choo-choo-choo-choo. Because <laughs> they, they hair, you had the little chia pet hair. That's all I remember from the doctor's office. So um, just watching them, just like, damn, I was kind of going in with Toya. Yeah, you but, sure were. Oh, no, I was. And at the same time, you know, I want people to know this. That was the only time I've ever seen Toya sit there and let somebody say something. Toya's the type of person that is funny, makes me jokes, but she don't like 
kind of just cutting on each other jokes being made back to towards her, which was kind of hypocritical a lot throughout the season. But I'm watching, I'm like, Tori would never sit there and let me talk and go in like that, never, without her retaliating to a whole nother level. That's why I know I was like, wow, she must really realize I was just drunk. <laughs> she was really trying to make peace, and you were just not having it. I mean, I'm sorry. I rather, how I feel, I'd rather somebody just not accept my apology than hit me in a, or and mess my foot up and put me through agonizing physical pain. I mean, yeah, of course I'd rather be yelled at than go through agonizing pain, but you don't think that question's a bit much. No. At the end of the day, I also had a conversation, though, with, uh, with Toya the other day, and it's funny that we, just never, we never had this conversation. And that's probably because she decided to me just and talk smack about it throughout the whole season. <laughs> she um, said you were talking smack, too. I just want her to own up from the get to say, yo, my bad. That's it. That's all I ask for people. But I will say this, though. <laughs> if I was sober, I wouldn't have gone in as much. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope I not. <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> and I, I would have broken the twist. I still would have gone in because I'm in physical pain. And then you just try to curse me out after you, after you knock me in. But I went in a little bit too much. But I don't feel bad for going in. That's me owning up. Yeah, all right. So, uh, where I'm at for. It honestly was entertaining, and it was funny to watch. Absolutely. I mean, that's what that's what you're on TV for, is to look like an asshole and for us to enjoy it. Uh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> very entertaining, seriously, was your evil-ass laugh when she got <laughs> a freaking sea urchin. Like, your eyes... We're so creepy, and you tilt your head down. You're like, hey, 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 hey. I know. <laughs> I was so. I wasn't. I mean, I didn't want her to get hurt, but I was happy on the low. Because you were like, karma's a bitch. Karma. God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Um, let's talk about more from last night's episode. When you guys got your job, how excited yeah. were you? What were you thinking? Oh, yo, when we when I found out that I was about to work at, at Coral, I was just like, What? What? <laughs> like I'm about to trade like wild animals? I cannot wait. Like seriously. Like you gotta realize it's a blessing because you got you're you got a job where you got people that go to school to be marine biologists and then intern for free and straight just to get the position that we had. Right. How, how can you not appreciate something like that? Like, I'm just thinking, like, yes, the Jersey Aquaman is here. Let's go. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, I was hyped. I was so hyped. Like, I couldn't believe I was about to work there. Um, are you mad that Trey sold everybody out? That's my boy. Trey knows. I've said this before. Trey has a habit of trying to trying to take on that father role or that grandpa yeah. role. But at the same time, it's like he doesn't realize sometimes that he's being condescending towards others. Right. And when I saw that, I was just like, yeah. I mean, I called him out good. on Twitter last night. I was like, how are you going to rat? Like, I need to get the best job because I don't drink that much. Shut up. <laughs> Yo, I agree with you 110%. And he replied, <laughs> he was like, I was just being honest and blah, blah, blah. I was like, um, you were just ratting everybody out. <laughs> exactly. And there's a way, of, there's a kind of way of building yourself up without sacrificing other people and throwing people under the bus. And I'll say this, though, he wasn't out of everybody in the house, though. You know, he would do that sometimes. But he didn't do it as as much as somebody else. I'm gonna say, but he he did it enough though to the point that when I saw that clip, I was just like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, I, I didn't like it, and it, and even in my you know confessions and interviews, I would bring it up like you know Trey trying to trying to be the boss. And when he did it to me at first, one time we were at Stars that same night that Brandon actually got into with that guy. Remember that guy when he that Brandon yeah. and punched the sign. That same night, some dude some dude was just all over Marie, Toya, and Laura. And it's just like kind of being too much of a creeper. And I told him to 
you're making the girls uncomfortable, fall back. He's like, and they do like, all right. And they still kept going in and just being too much of a creeper, being a little bit too aggressive. I said, my man, I told you to fall back. You disrespected me. I'm like, if I checked you as a man, I'm checking you right now. You're not falling back. Then the dude goes, oh, what? We can fight. We can fight right now. And he's just making a scene for camera time, whatever. Mm. And then I'm about to handle the situation without fighting with words. And then Trace us in and tries to take control of the situation. And I, I pull Trace on the track. Also, man stuff. Yo, I got love you. I appreciate you. But I'm a man. I can handle that situation. All right? You don't need to step in and try to let my pops. And feel like you got to handle the situation. Somebody's getting loud with me. So I get me. He's like, you know what? All right, cool. I respect that. That part's not on the show. And once I checked him on it, he didn't do it to me as much as, as it was done to other people. How annoying was it when he would, like, tell everybody to clean up or whatever? Honestly, though, I'll keep it real. The, the manner in, in which he sometimes went about doing it, I necessarily didn't agree with it. But at the same time, he had a point. You know, and I'm going to tell you right now, that wasn't the most annoying thing on the show. Uh, I'm going to tell you that right now. That's far from, far from being one of the most worst things. All right. How do you, so how do you, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about Trey doing what he, uh, after Marie said she wants to burn him with a cigarette, how did you feel about him going on her pillows and doing that? I didn't know he did that until he even this. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, there's so many pranks going on in that house, like rubbing your balls on someone's pillow. It's it's like nothing. It's typical. It's whatever. It's funny. It's <laughs> It's whatever. But that may be the first time you've got to see Marie say something like, oh, somebody talking about Marie going to argue with somebody. It, it's not being shown. <laughs> it's not being shown to the level of arguments I'm going to take from people. And don't get it twisted, Marie. I got love for you now. You've gotten a lot better. I love for you, girl. You've gotten so much better. It's actually astounding. But, <laughs> so, you know, we, we, we're, we're, we're in better terms. But, um, but, Marie, you know, you can't blame me for talking what I want me saying this, girl, all right? <laughs> Another call out. But uh, moving on to Brandon, when did you decide that you needed to talk to him about the issues? I mean, we've all seen, you know, the first week or two. Obviously an issue, but you were the only one to actually come out and say it. Yeah. Um, the reason why I'm talking about it is because, you know, I saw how much stress it was causing him. I saw how his change his behavior would just radically change once he was intoxicated. Yeah. And I saw how emotional it made him get. And I'm not, and I'm not knocking him for crying because it takes a minute to cry about it and talk and express his feelings. And I just saw how it would change him once he was intoxicated. And I honestly felt like that was self-destructive behavior, you know, for the rest of the season. So I'm just thinking, like, you know, I got to step in and save this dude kind of from himself a little bit and let him know about himself in a way that I'm not trying to offend him, but in a way that I just want him to get better because I do care. He may not have taken it from somebody else as well as he took it from you. And, and I'll tell you this from the get. I, if anybody had the softest spot in their heart for Brandon, it's the me from the get. I mean, even the first episode when he talked about his drug problem, I said, you know what? I actually like the fact that he opened him and said this to me because I mean, if you're going to keep a bro and not lie to me. Right. You know? There's more that went on with that that uh, that bit when he was wilding out when we got back and he got on the phone and the house was knocking stuff over. It got it got a lot worse. Me seeing that, I saw him not really making it through. Like, you know, as a friend, I, would, I feel like I'd be doing him an injustice not stepping in and try to help him get past it and move on to next season's life in a positive direction. And why not head in a positive direction on a show like this, you know? They're definitely making really, him look like the... The crazy dude a little bit too much. And he really, and honestly, he has such a great heart. He really does. I mean, you, could, you, you know? can tell, like, when he's sober, he seems like an awesome guy that's fun to be around and whatever. And then he gets drunk and it's like, holy... Yeah, I know. If anybody else could grow the most going through this experience, that definitely was Brandon. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and he's, yeah. like, coming off as the problem child, too. Like, mm-hmm. there's only one way he can go, and that's up, I would assume. <laughs> and it I'm got sure to it'll get pretty point. ugly, but... <laughs> I know. I, I, 
see, I'm, I'm, you know, I don't care. I ain't supposed to say it, but I don't care. Brandon's going to get, he, he gets better. After this episode, you're going to see a different side of Brandon. And he gets a lot better. You're going to see the Brandon that, you know, that I keep, I'm uplifting when I say how much I got love for and I talk to that almost every other day, you know. It's just like, you'll see it. You'll see it. Yeah. Trust me, it's going to come. Look at you taking daddy figure. <laughs> I guess to a degree. Well, regardless, it's good to finally see you on the show because you've been kind of MIA the whole time. So, wait, so what you trying to say? You want to see more Swift on the show? <laughs> I do want to see more Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I'll be honest with you. I don't think you're going to see too much more because I, I honestly, I'm not one for drama. And I went on a show like this, and I honestly am the type of person that, like, when I'm back in the States, I sleep at my house maybe three, four days out the week, doing whatever. And I honestly, and I say this in every interview, and that's not me being cocky, whatever, even Marie called me this, I, they called me the mayor of St. Thomas after I was done there. I built the most relationships out of everybody else on the island. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and I really indulged in the culture the most out of every person and really experienced it to the max. And, you know, and it just sucks that a lot of my castmates sometimes didn't want to come out and they would just stay in house a lot. It got to the point sometimes where the production was going out and doing more fun stuff than we were on the days off. <laughs> the, ca- the camera crew and everything. I ran into the people, the crew on their days off more than anybody else because I was going out doing stuff or being somewhere where I wasn't cleared to go. <laughs> like, that's what I said. Oh, sorry. I, I, uh... I, 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 I got to find the most in, in the real history press. Real world history, probably more than likely. They'd find you for crazy, crazy, like it's ridiculous. I got, I got fined all the time, and it's just like I'm in a place that's not even inside the country, so it's not like I'm not gonna. uh, It's not like I'm gonna come back here a lot. Might as well do it up while you're there. Exactly, that was my mentality. Like I, I got cool with senators, politicians, people that we really want you to involve with this program, everything like that. You know, due to, you know, certain restrictions with legalities. And I want to get involved in this mentoring program. I really was focused on getting involved. It's like you're a badass breaking all the rules just trying to be a good person. (laughs) Yes. And that's what I felt like I was doing. So, let me ask you a question. How do you feel about being in the toys relationship? What's your your opinion? Because everybody seems to have an opinion about it, but you haven't really gone in expressing your opinion about it. I'm well, actually I can't really tell because when you like told her, when you tweeted that to her about, I don't care enough to listen to the podcast, that was a little mm-hmm. rude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you take it as a little rude? Because I mean, she said, I, mean, I couldn't I tell if you were like joking or if you're really trying to be an ass. Or... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> with, with, with that comment I made, you know, she said, you know, thanks for tuning in. And I know her. That's basically saying, ha. Huh. Yeah, you might be mad at me, whatever, but you still couldn't listen to what I have to say. Yeah. Which, was, which wasn't the case. That's what she said first. But it's just, that's real talk. And the thing is, I just, you know, I know how she is. You know, I'm not going to get into too much, but <laughs> I know how she wants to try to paint herself in a positive image, regardless if it's necessarily 100% true. I'm, I'm, I'm doing some foreshadowing right now. Just, I'm, it just catch on to it. Listen to everything I just said just now and just apply it to something that's about to come up in the season. That's all I'm going to say. Right, right, exactly, exactly. So, and I mean, that's why I said, like, as soon as you, would, whatever, responded about it, that's why I said I'll get you on, because I don't want to be biased. And I, and I honestly thought that way about you. You thought that I was going to pick sides, or I wasn't? No, 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 I, I felt like you would be completely unbiased. I mean, I might give you a hard time and pretend like I'm on her side, you know, whatever, like. It's part of his job, I'm not mad at that. It's just, it's just fun to do. Exactly. <laughs> Well, thanks for chatting tonight, and we will definitely talk or catch up a different time, too. All right. Definitely sounds good. Take care, all right? All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.
Well, he certainly likes to throw his fair share of roommates under the bus as well, it seems to me. And uh, really wanted to make the point that he was only mad at LaToya for, I guess, not saying that she was in the wrong for completely ignoring him for a couple of hours. And Trey, it seems like they have the kind of relationship where he can... Tell him what he doesn't like about him and vice versa. As for Marie, it seems like there's going to be quite a large argument in those two very soon, just by how he was talking about her. I'm very excited to see what exactly their job is going to entail. It seems like there can be a wide range of awesome and kind of lame. Also, next week, uh, or this week, I guess, I plan on having Rob on the show. But if anything changes or if you want someone else, all you gotta do, let me know. And thank you again for listening. Any questions, comments, concerns, suggestions, all of the above can always be tweeted to me at L-U-V Elizabethany. Oh, and BT Dub, since you've lasted the entire time, I think you should know it seems about 99.9% sure the next Real World 28 is going to be in Portland, Oregon. As soon as I get pictures of the house, you know they'll be posted. Elizabethany.com.